Good morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Okay, I know we could do better than that, y'all. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, y'all, and be glad in it. Amen. 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 Of course, giving all glory and honor and praises to God, to Dean Steele in his absence, and to all of the leaders of this great institution. Um, I just want to say thank you for your warm hospitality and just welcoming my family here uh, to Truett. Of course, I have to give a special shout out to the TBSA Association for this invitation. Thank you all so much for thinking of little old Candace Brock down the road, amen. And of course, I would be remiss if I did not thank my husband, Dr. Brock, for traveling with me and our girls, Zoe and Chloe. So Team Brock made the trek early this morning, amen. Amen, but listen, I'ma do what I have been asked to do and then I'ma sit down, amen. So y'all gonna help me preach today? Okay, I, I like a call and response, so help me preach uh, my title. And thank you, thank you, my dear sister, for reading. I don't see her. Uh, but thank you, my dear sister, for reading the text this morning out of Exodus. Um, I want to read it just one more time for your hearing. I really want you to sit with the text, amen? Exodus chapter 15, starting at verse 19. When the horses of Pharaoh with his chariots and his chariot riders went into the sea. The Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them, but the Israelites walked through the sea on dry ground. Then Miriam, the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine in her hand, and all of the women went after her with tambourines and dancing. And Miriam broke out in song and sang, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, horse and rider he has thrown into the sea. For the few moments that are mine this morning during chapel, I want to preach from the theme, grab your tambourine and dance. Would you mind just saying that back to me? Just say, I'm going to grab my tambourine and I'm going to dance. Amen. March is known as Women's History Month. For the last 35 years, women of all races, creeds, and ethnicities have been acknowledged for their contributions to the world. What started as Women's History Week in 1980 became an entire month celebration by 1987. In keeping with the celebration, the National Women's History Alliance designates a theme every year. This year's theme is Women Providing Healing, Promoting Hope. They go on to say that this theme is both a tribute to the ceaseless work of caregivers and frontline workers during this ongoing pandemic and also a recognition of the thousands of ways that women of all cultures have provided both healing and hope throughout history. And while we know this to be true of women in our lives and even women sitting here this, this morning, there is a woman I came to introduce to some and to present to others this morning. Who is this woman I want to preach about this morning going into the afternoon? I'm glad you asked. The woman providing healing and promoting hope I came to talk about is none other than Miriam, the sister of Moses and Aaron. And it's through this sister friend's actions after being delivered from the hands of their enemy, I came to remind someone that when God delivers you from the hands of your enemies, you better grab your tambourine and dance. Here in Exodus, you read the progression of the deliverance of the children of Israel from Pharaoh. Beginning in chapter 12, the Israelites are instructed to participate in Passover. 
after Passover in chapter 13, God calls for the dedication of the firstborn. After the dedication of the firstborn, the Lord sets his people up for the great escape in chapter 14. And it's after the great escape through the Red Sea that we read what I imagine to be the melodic voices of the delivered in chapter 15. Here at the beginning of chapter 15, we hear the song of deliverance led by Moses. And as Moses got this praise and worship service started, it's at verse 19 that Moses passes the mic to his sister Miriam, and she takes it there, and she goes from a higher level. So it's in this first ever recorded song of redemption, Warren Risby says that the children went from sighing to singing. Miriam steps in and shows what needs to be done after God delivers. Yes, yes, the first thing that Miriam's actions show us in order to grab your tambourine and dance first, you have to understand the why of your worship. In other words, you understand the assignment. Look at verses 19 and 20. The text reads, when the, mo the horses of Pharaoh with his chariots and his chariot drivers went into the sea, the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them, but the Israelites walked through the sea on dry ground. Then Miriam Aaron's sister took a tambourine in her hand and all the women went out with her with their tambourines singing and dancing. Miriam, Miriam understood the why of her worship. Scholars have always been debated about who Miriam was leading in worship. Some say Miriam was leading the women only while others say that Miriam was leading all people. Nevertheless, regardless of where they land on this discussion, we all can agree that Miriam was one of the worship leaders. And what I'm even more excited about was that she grabbed her tambourine, y'all, and she danced. Y'all, Miriam knew the why of her worship. Remember, it was just in verse 19 that she, along with all the children of Israel, just witnessed the hand of God delivering from their enemies. And while Miriam recognized the why in her worship, I can't help but ask the question as we've gathered this uh, morning, do you know the why in your worship? Do you understand the assignment? Let me see, you've been attending chapel on Tuesdays, Bible studies or small groups on Wednesdays, praise team rehearsal on Thursdays, and worship on Sunday, yet you have never asked yourself, self, why do I commit so much time to worshiping God when I have yet to sit with my wife? If you take time to sit with your why, if you've never done it, today is an excellent time to start because it's in knowing your why you don't mind grabbing your tambourine and dancing. Let me see if I can make it plain this morning. When you know your why, my sisters and my brothers, you don't need to be poked, prodded, or prompted to worship. When you know your why, you don't have to be stoked, stacked, or stumped into praising the Lord God Almighty. When you know your why, you don't have to be told, tested, or tried to give God all of the glory, all of your worship, and all of your praise. Why? Because you know God to be a way maker, a miracle worker, a promise keeper, light in the darkness. Come on, somebody. You know God to be a way maker when there was no way out. You know God to be a miracle worker, miracle worker when that tuition payment was due. You know God to be a promise keeper when others continue to break their promises to you. You know God to be light in the darkness when it feels like someone has cut off all the lights. You don't know where they're coming or going, but you know God to be light when it seems like darkness is all around you. I wish I could tell you more, but I don't have time to tell it all. But one thing I do know is when you know the why of your worship, you can't help but grab your tambourine and dance. Not only do you need to understand the why of your worship, next you can grab your tambourine and dance because Miriam shows us that you need to know when to worship. 
Watch this, verse 20. Then the prophet Miriam, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine in her hand, and all the women went out with, with her after her with tambourines and with dancing. Did you catch it? Let me read that one more time. Then Miriam, someone missed their shot. They missed it, y'all. Y'all missed it. The word then means that soon after, next in line, next in order of time, Miriam knew when to shout. Remember, it was just in verse 19, she and the Israelites had witnessed the hand of God move in their favor. She saw the Red Sea go from a breezeway to a graveyard with her own eyes. She saw the, and it was soon after that, Miriam, after they find that she found herself on that dry land, she was able to turn, and she realized that her enemies had been washed away. So what did she do, y'all? She grabbed her tambourine, but then watch this, y'all. Let's not get happy too fast. Watch this. Miriam was also intentional about the instrument that she grabbed. The text said she grabbed a tambourine and led all the women as they played and danced. Now, why am I taking time to point out the fact that she picked up a tambourine? Miriam's choice of instrument is crucial because she picked something that was familiar to the people. Remember all the years that they were enslaved in Egypt, they had become familiar with the tambourine. So watch this. Even if they didn't know how to play it, even if they had no, never seen it before, they were familiar with the sound. So it was that time of deliverance. They were able to come forward and they were able to say, you know what, sister girl? I see you playing. We've just been delivered. Let me grab my tambourine and get in line. And even if you don't find, even if you find yourself not understanding why, by virtue of them being familiar with the sound, it allowed them to get in formation. Some of us, can I encourage you today, it's important that when God delivers you, that you surround yourself with other people who are familiar with your song and know how to do a dance. So when you sound the alarm, they get right in step and celebrate what God has done in your life. Is there anybody here that's been through some things and all all you got to do is sound the alarm. You got your friends on speed dial and say, sis, I need you to pray for me. Brother, I need you to help me out because I've been through some things, but God has delivered me. Listen, y'all, and as the women, as the women gather to play and to dance with Miriam, I believe in my spiritual imagination that every time she hit her tambourine on the palm of her hand or on the top of her leg, Miriam praised God not only for the present, but she was praising God for her past deliverance. Come here, Miriam, and tell us how you watched your brother be born during a time when Pharaoh didn't believe that Hebrew boys mattered. Hit your tambourine and remind us how you and your family devised and carry out Operation Save Baby Brother. Hit your tambourine and remind us how you saw Pharaoh's daughter fist your baby brother out of this out of the Nile. Ask for suggestions and you recommended your, your mother to care for your brother. Hit your tambourine again and remind us how God made a runway in the middle of the Red Sea. Hit your tambourine again and remind us how you saw God turn the runway into a no way for Pharaoh's army to turn around and not drown. Hit your tambourine and remind us how you and your crew don't look like what you've been through. Miriam knew when to praise God, but how about you. I'm looking at some people today in the audience that y'all have a testimony, y'all. You have an opportunity to tell those in your circle and in your community, I don't look like what I've been through. I don't look like what I'm going through. But one thing I will remain the same, I'm going to know when to praise God. When was the last time you picked up your tambourine and thanked God from whom all blessings flow? When was the last time you picked up your tambourine just to tell the Lord, I love you and I thank you for another day's journey? When was the last time you picked up your, your tambourine to testify of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for you? When was the last time you picked up your tambourine just to say, Lord, that I love you and I thank you? Look at my great-grandma Lula. She would, if she was here, she'd pick up her tambourine and, tambourine and say, you can't make me doubt him. 
I know too much about him. You can't make me doubt him in my heart. Why? Because my grandma Lula went through a couple of things and she showed me early on, baby, when God has delivered you from something, whatever your something is, you better make sure that as soon as you make it through, in fact, as you're going through, you make sure that you give God a right now praise. And some of us are sitting in here. We have yet to pick up our tambourine. We have yet to dance because we're waiting to get through. But God says, I need you to give me a right now praise. I need you to remember what I did for you yesterday. I need you to remember what I did for you years past. So don't wait for, don't wait to get to the other side, but you pick up your tambourine and you do your dance. I'm looking at some testimonies in the seats that know what it means to have a right now praise. I'm looking at some people that's been through some things. I don't know about you, but for the last three years, we have gone through, gone through some things, but God, we're still here. And I said, Lord, if you allow me to see another day, I'm going to pick my tambourine up in San Antonio, Texas. I'm going to play it all the way down to I-35 until I get to Truett Seminary. And I'm going to worship you like never before. Because truth is, I may not see tomorrow. But Lord, I'm here today. So I'm going to hit this tambourine and say, God, I give you the glory for using me. Y'all, I can't tell it all. I can't tell it all. But look, I got to wrap this up. I got to get back home. But I do need to leave you with one more thing before I go. If you're going to pick up your tambourine, you have to, you have to know where to praise God. As I shared a little earlier, you got to have a right now praise. Our text ends with this, and Miriam sang this song, sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. Miriam was not bashful about where to praise. Miriam already knew her why. She already knew when. And now Miriam shows us where. She was on the banks of the Red Sea, having just escaped what would have been sudden death if captured. And we read that she is singing, she's playing, and she's dancing. Miriam praised God at the very place that God delivered. That's a word for somebody today. Don't treat your praise and worship like a game of Monopoly and only praise God when you pass go to collect $200. Wherever the Lord delivers you, give God all of your praise and all of your worship. Wherever, um, can I be real this morning, the issue some people have, and I know it's nobody here, so I'm not talking to y'all, but if you know somebody like this, let them know that the reason, the issue that they have is that they want to keep their praise to Sundays only. But what I've come to know about God is that God isn't only, it's only on, available on Sundays. The God I know delivers Monday through Sunday. And for the past, um, these past years, I've purposed in my heart, Lord, for every day you allow me to wake up with a portion of health and strength, I'm going to give you a right now praise. Why? Because Sunday may not come. So you need to be like Miriam and the children of Israel and have a right now praise. Lord, you delivered me here. I'm going to dance right here. Father, you rescued me in the classroom. I'm going to start a revival in the classroom. Lord, you set me free from that relationship. I'm going to praise you for our relationship. Father, you bless me right here. I'm going to boast of your goodness right here. My Bible reminds me I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Let us exalt the name of the Lord forever and forever the name of the Lord shall be. Why? Because if you know Jesus for yourself, then you have the ultimate reason to grab your tambourine and dance. It was through, I was our Savior who transcended through 42 generations. 
uh, through the, the womb of a virgin girl named Mary to help us grab our tambourine and dance. It was Jesus who walked and talked and loved on the least of society. It was the Messiah who carried the weight of the world on his shoulders. He marched up a hill called Calvary. It was Jesus who they stretched him wide. He hung his head. For me, he died. That's love, but that's not where the story ends. Three days later, he rose again. That's love. And because of the love shown by Jesus Christ, that's more than enough reasons for us to grab our tambourines and dance. Regardless of what your situation looks like, you grab your tambourine and dance. Regardless of what people are saying, they talked about Jesus. So don't be surprised when they talk about you. Never forget the why of your, of your worship. Regardless of what they say and what they what they say and them say and the naysayers, remember where to praise God. And finally, when you put your why with your win, followed by your where, you can't help but pick up your tambourine and dance. We are in a season, y'all, where we have to know that, yes, it's good that we're being educated. Yes, it's good that we are learning how to go forward. But listen, y'all, the people need you right now. The world needs you right now to remind them that God is still alive, that God still reigns. You are called to be the hands and feet of God. And what better way than to be a living testimony of the grace and mercy of God? If I had a moment to tell you my testimony, I'd tell you that I almost lost my life a couple years at giving birth to my daughter. But God, God went on. He blessed me and allowed me to be able to share with others that he is a keeper and he is a healer. And I stand before you as a testimony after being told, Candace, you're not going to graduate from undergrad, but I went on to get my master's. Candace, you're not going to get that master's degree and become a social worker, but I'm still here. Candace, you're never going to be able to be what you want to be, but y'all, I recently finished December 31st, 2021 with my demons, and all I can say is, Lord, I'm going to pick up my tambourine, and I'm going to dance. So come May when I go to Ohio, I'm going to pick up my tambourine, and I'm going to dance all the way across the stage, because you don't know my story. I don't know your story, but one thing that I do know is by virtue of you sitting in chapel at Truett Theological Seminary, you are here praising God through your actions and your word. The time that you're taking to study, God is going to bless you. The time that you're taking away from family right now, I know it's not ideal. I know it doesn't feel good, but trust that God will provide. Trust that God is going to make a way. That job that you're anticipating, trust that God is going to open doors that you don't even know that are available. Trust that God is going to put you on the minds and hearts of people who say, yes, we need you at our church. Yes, we need you in the mission field. Yes, we need you part of our organization. Why? Because you are called and prepared for such a time as this. So in the meantime, as you're waiting, you're crossing over to get to the other side. You pick up your tambourine and you dance. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to pick up our tambourines and we're going to dance. We're not going to let another day go by without dancing for the Lord. Because God has been so good to us. I'm trying to act like I got some good sense, y'all. But I'm looking, as I said, at testimonies of the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that alone gets me excited. And because I'm excited to see you, I'm going to grab my tambourine and I'm going to dance. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.